Today we sit with Skyla Pondexter-Moore, a contributor to Anacostia Unmapped. She's a community organizer, that's what she likes to be called, and she's trying to save homes and start small businesses for those who don't have them. A few weeks ago, she got word of a bus tour planned for developers who wanted to see the available land for building in Anacostia. Skyla borrowed an RV from a friend, and they followed the tour bus as it stopped at the wharf, Sheridan Station, and drove into Anacostia. And that is where about a dozen people she had coordinated with stepped into the streets to stop the bus. This is our home! This is our home! We from here, we gonna stay here! We from here, we gonna stay here! This is our home! This is our home! We will not be moved from our home! This bus is full of the government! And they decided they wanted to ride through our city to do a space finding tour. Space finding. And that's disrespectful in what it's called. It's not space. These are our homes. This is where we live. This is where we thrive. This is our community. There was a lot of shouting. The police handcuffed Skyla and arrested her son. A few days later, Skyla sat down with John Johnson, another one of our Anacostia Unmapped contributors, to talk about the protests that ended up right in front of a planned Busboys and Poets Cafe and across from a new independent juice bar turning natural. Skyla says the difference between the two is what drives her. John, what I want folks to understand and I want what folks to see is Ward 8 needs community control. And when I say community control, uh, I feel like, you know, folks don't really get what that means. I feel like folks don't understand what community control means. So let me give you an example. Please. Bus boys and poets coming to MLK, you know, some people would be happy about it, especially people who are into the arts, people who are into that. They say, well, yes, we need that over in Southeast. I would love to have that. But, you know, like I always say, we have to peel back the layers of everything that's happening in our city, especially when it comes to development. And we have to look at all of the bus boys that have been put in D.C. so far. 14th and U, Northwest, 5th and K, Brookland, you know, these areas. They put a bus boys and poets there and gentrification swiftly followed after. So, so community so, control would mean right. that... That's, that's what I want to ask you. What, so what, what would be... It wouldn't be a bus boys and poets. It would be a John's, John's poet corner, you know, meaning you, John. Um, I had a conversation with a gentleman who has a business right on that block and he said... Oh, well, it would be good to have a bus boys here and Andy's going to like make this culinary school for boys. And why? What's wrong with him coming there? And I said, well, what's wrong with you having that space right there? What's wrong with me? What's wrong with a resident? What's wrong with a group of residents? Us having that space right there and us having our own bus boys and poets, us owning it, us controlling it, us. So so just to just to get even more clarity on it, be more specific across from where they want to develop the bus boys and poets is turning natural. Is that more of what you're talking about as opposed to giving money to maybe a larger entity developing Yeah, I like Turning Natural. Now, I don't know the young lady too well. I know she's a black woman, and I know she's related to one of my dearest friends. Now, she's not from Southeast, um, and she's not from the area, but I do like it that it's a black woman. It's a small business. It's owned by her. Now, that's an example. You know, I like Turning Natural. I like the Capitol Hill Crab Cakes place, even though I don't know where that guy's from. I know he went to the school I went to, but he's from D.C. But I would like to see more examples of that for our most disenfranchised, vulnerable people. I want community development from the bottom up for people who really need it. And I want to give a shout out to, I think it's called PJ's on MLK. Uh, 
day and it's a um, hair salon black owned hair salon and they just celebrated their 25 year anniversary of being on mlk what would be a confirming event that would be a step in the direction of like oh they finally are listening to what i'm saying when i'm testifying they finally are listening to these direct action what would that look like so we are getting some wins and some victories even though they're small the needle is moving forward um but i'm not going to get into those right now what the ultimate win would be or what the ultimate proof that the city is actually trying to look out for the best interests of the residents would be to halt big money development in ward 8 right now to halt it and to spring forth like a program a pilot program start out with say you know, we're going to allot the St. Elizabeth land for residents. And we're going to start by working with a group of residents that live in that area. It could even be the men in the homeless shelter that live there because there's a homeless shelter on the St. Elizabeth's campus. Or it could be working with people that live on Mellon Street or people that live in Congress Heights or something like that and just work with a group of people, like maybe 100 people, and say, look, this area of land will belong to you. We're going to give you six, seven years. We're going to develop you. We're going to get you addiction counseling. We're going to get you your GEDs if you need that. We're going to do a whole lot of wraparound services, develop you as a person. And then in the end, you will own this. You will be able to own this land. You'll be able to have a business on this land. You'll be able to own homes on this land. You'll be able to open up whatever businesses you feel that you and your community need that you all can own and operate and manage and make money off of and, and, and let money circulate throughout the community. Okay, so so as we sit here and talk, you have a Red Bull in front of you and yes. it's like 11 o'clock yes. in the day. Yes. And you talk about being exhausted. What do you do as a community organizer who is pounding the pavement constantly and being very consistent to take care of yourself so that you can be able to sustain yourself with your family as well as just being Skylar, a mom and, and you know what I mean? Like, what do you do in order to maintain your sanity as you fight for justice? That's so hard because I don't think that I do that enough. Sometimes I have to just take a step back. I can't take a step back for too long, though, because I have to be consistent. Consistency is the key. But sometimes I just can't answer my phone after a certain hour. My phone rings all times of the night, whether it be from members or, or somebody that's reaching out. Sometimes I just can't answer the phone. Like the other night I was with my children and the phone was ringing. They said, Mommy, don't talk about any work tonight. Skyla Pondexter Moore and John Johnson are both contributors to Anacostia Unmapped. For more, go to wamu.org slash unmapped. This series is a project of Localore Finding America, a national production from AIR, the Association of Independence and Radio. And we have funding from the Corporation for Public Broadcasting.